Welcome to Love Drops. I'm your host, Diane. Our topic today is It Takes a Village. It Takes a Village. I grew up in a time where having a village was just a part of the culture. If there was a need, the solution was found within the village, even if that meant someone in the village had to use an outside connection. I don't recall seeing people homeless on the street or hungry begging for food because there was always extra food for those in need, even when there wasn't. My mom would never turn a hungry person away. Even when we just had enough food for us, I can recall countless times people coming around just about dinner time and hanging out, hanging around, and my mom saying, have a seat. And looking, and I would look at her like, are you serious? And my mom would just smile, bless the food, and we'd all eat and have enough food. And on occasions, we'd even have leftovers. Go figure. The village mentality is just a part of my natural life. Therefore, I will show up and help my village every single time. Again, I was raised with the village. I raised a village. I am a part of a village. And I will help my village every single time because see I know firsthand the importance of having that village support with all the social distancing going on we're all trying to figure out ways to say to stay safely connected I strongly believe it's time that we also begin to connect and rebuild our villages because it's pretty obvious that going at it alone will only make a tough situation tougher. See, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to rebuild a community. It takes a village to battle cancer. And guess what? It takes a village to get through a pandemic. So again, I say, it is important that we find a way to connect and rebuild the villages because it takes a village, y'all. So with that said, I'd like to welcome Sherlyn from Michigan to join us and share her perspective on It Takes a Village. Thank you, Sherlyn, for joining us. Diane and Charles, Thank you so much for the invitation to speak to your audience today. There's a saying that's derived from an African proverb. It's actually um, from a combination of several African cultures. And it basically says, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, And this means that the entire community of people must interact with the child for the child to experience and grow in a safe and healthy environment. Um, this um, saying, um, it takes a village, 
was popularized in 1996 by Hillary Clinton in her book, It Takes a Village. Um, But that saying uh, pretty much is as old as time. I grew up in rural Mississippi in the 60s and 70s, and definitely, whether it took a village or not, a village is what we got. Um, um, We would respond just as quickly to Miss B telling us to straighten up and fly right as we did to our parents. And we responded to, quote unquote, the I from Miss Tina and was just as likely to get our butt our butt popped by Miss Bobby knowing full well that if Miss Bobby had to go as far as to pop my butt then she definitely was going to tell my mother and it was going to get popped again when I got home um back in those days um in Mississippi there was definitely a certain readiness that had to be maintained um, for uh, children especially, that we needed to know that when it was time to listen, it was time to listen. When it was time to stop, it was time to stop. When it was time to respond, it was time to respond. So within the community, making sure that we listened was something that everybody pretty much took seriously. So it was important um, in the 60s in the South. And it was also just as important um, for the child to grow up um, with manners and to be well-behaved, which is um, the goal for any parent, even now. Um, But thinking about the reasons that um, we were so... um, Uh, kept so close to the vest and and held to all these standards is definitely not what Hillary Clinton was thinking of when she um, put the information in her book. Um, It's not the same quote-unquote village mentality, I believe, um, that I grew up with. Um, This uh, village mentality also um, moved from keeping kids physically safe to making sure that kids and families were fed. Um, If one family planted a garden, uh, peas, squash, tomatoes, it was not unheard of that uh, others in the community would stop by and pick whatever it was that they needed to feed their family for that night. Um, Sharing within that community was pretty much a foregone conclusion. And the favor, of course, was paid back in multiple ways, in whatever way that the other person could uh, in order to contribute to the village um, that we were living in. Also, um, wherever a kid happened to be at dinner time is where that kid ate. Um, it seemed There seemed to always be enough. Uh, the village kids... Um, were kept safe, but the whole family was kept afloat um, using the methods of um, It Takes a Village that we happen to be um, living through. Um, So does the village mentality still exist? Um, I think the answer is yes, but the size of the village and its function definitely, um, in my opinion, have changed. The village is now uh, the immediate and extended family 
who may or may not live in close proximity um, to the child or uh, family in question. My personal village um, is to uh, ensure that there's a safe environment for my niece. Her parents divorced when she was eight months old and the unspoken goal of her mother and uh, myself and our parents were that this child would not feel the want that comes from a lack of resources. So whatever it took, babysitting, daycare pickup, daycare funding, clothes, Christmas support, she does not get to know that there is a difference between what would happen in a family with a mother and father and the family that she has now. And at 21, her understanding of how life has revolved around her seamlessly is um, sort of just coming um, to her view as um, because it was not something that was discussed, it just um, evolved. Um, so that thing, that's the thing about a village. Um, it's um, unspoken. Um, the village just is. Um, it's necessary. Um, absolutely, grandmothers, aunts, uncles, they all step up every day to be whatever it is that the child um, or the children of these families need. Um, we are mother figures, father figures, um, share lessons on savings, lessons, lessons on how to avoid debt, hair care, makeup, if you're a young gentleman, how to treat ladies, um, how to be a gentleman. Um, no one person has all of this information. So we take what it is that we need to grow um, these children into productive adults um, by using the, um, using the skills that each of us innately have. And we share this with our village being be it a large village or be it a micro village um, such as mine as now is me, uh, my niece and my sister. But as I say, as I said, um, it does take a village, but the way that village looks um, probably is different to everyone. So I think that's uh, where I would stop right now. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Thank you again, Sherlyn, for joining us and sharing your village experience. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to follow Love Drops Podcast and share the love. This is Diane signing off. One love.